You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media. Media, 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 media. I think that the only way that we're going to realize freedom, justice, equality, decent living for people is if there's a complete change, a complete change, everything has has got to be turned around and that that's a revolution, a revolution. Hello and welcome to another episode of Conscientization 101 Podcast. I'm going to be your host for this edition, Senior Editor James Stone. We got us an exciting show for you today. And guess what? We've already heard today's guests introduced to us by the intro. Today, we will be featuring excerpts from an interview we did with ISIS. ISIS. Star. Now, we done already demonstrated the talent of this sister with the intro, like I just said. And the reason why we did this, we telling you a little bit of the method of the madness, the methodology, is because, you know, that's how she was introduced to us. You know, that's how we heard the sister from Raggle Zulu Rebels tracks, Revolution and Marcus Garvey from, you know, from his album, The Return of John Messenger. And we was like, we was, I know you thinking the same thing we was thinking. Man, who is this girl spitting this hot fire? Who is this girl? Well, much learned. I'm not going to leave you in suspense, all right? You want to know more about her and her music? 
Here is a brief Vitae. Vitae? Vitae, that's how you say it. Take it away. Isis Star is 23 years young and based in the heart of East London with a passion for music and a thirst for the truth. Isis was born in the 90s, but says she is time traveling to complete certain works and lessons that hadn't yet been sealed up from previous lives. Isis has been doing music since the start of creation, and the same way life can't end, neither can her music, for it is ever living. Isis started reciting and performing her written lyrics in 2011 with the Rebel Lions of Creation a group of young friends who grew up together from school days. She then branched out further, working more with I and Ideal, a member of Rebel Lines, to bring out a CD titled Reflections, and is currently working on her new project, Cream. Knowledge rules everything around me. Get that dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> as well as poetry, singing, and rapping, Isis plays djembe as a part of a traditional West African drum group, Djembe Explosion. Boom. This group has taken it upon themselves to educate each other about their African traditions in order to preserve the culture and heal past traumas within themselves. This sister has a deep passion for her roots and culture. Now, 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 as you can see, this sister very dynamic. She very busy. So we want to thank her first and foremost for making time. Her schedule. She ain't doing the gym bay drum. She working with I and Ideal. They reflecting on things. So, you know, she all over the place. So, look, Sister Isis, we appreciate you. And guess what else she did for us? Let me tell you what else she did for the man, the gal, them, the fam, them. She gave us an exclusive trap called Can't Breathe with my boy Y2C87 from RU1 Fam. Yeah. You only gonna hear it here on C101. You wanna know why? Cause real recognize real. You know what I'm saying? That's my sister, man. You know what I'm saying? And like, man, when I read the V-Tape, 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 brief resume, whatever the hell they wanna call it, you know, I was like, man, she 23 years young, man. I'm like, man, that's, man, look, man, look. Y'all be talking about the youth, man. Shoot, that, that girl be inspiring me. You know what I'm talking about? So. Thank you, Sister Isis, for providing this track. Y'all gonna like the track, man. That shit got a tight mix. Man, I'm gonna just let you know that right now. We just wanna remind you again, these are excerpts from the entire interview, okay? And as always, we provide details at the end of the show how you can get the entire interview. So just wait for that at the end, all right? Also, we wanna let you know now We've been letting you know previously, we gotta remind you, cause we know things be slipping up out your head. You know what I'm saying? We are coming up and working on some exciting changes right now at this very moment that's gonna change C101 and it's gonna make it a lot, hell of a lot easier. Not a lot, but a lot, hell of a lot. You see what I'm saying? Easier for you to get the content you want and that you need from C101. Plus, I'm gonna give you a little hint on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna titillate you a bit. I'm gonna titillate you. You'll be able to style with C101 closing. Let that marinate on your brain. You're gonna be styling again. Well, get your swag up. All right, anyway, we just want to let you know we're hard at work at that. And you know, we're planning well in the future. We got a plan, people. The future belongs to those who organize. Remember that. 
All right, without further ado, we getting out of here and let's get into the praxis of ISIS. So our first question to you is about your name because, oh, yeah. you know, we know that the goddess Isis is, uh, a, a, you know, she's a goddess of ancient Kemet and she's known as Osiris's wife. And Osiris yeah. was the god of the underworld and all that stuff. Yes. And she was instrumental in resurrecting a Horus when his brother said killed him. So this is mythology, y'all. This is not, you know, this is just... Yeah. The... <laughs> okay. So many people make the connections between this story and the uh, that, it, that it spawned the Christian resurrection myth. And... Isis is also worshipped as the ideal mother and wife, as well as the patroness of nature and magic. So can you talk to us about how you chose that name and and how you chose to spell it and all that good stuff? Yeah, of course, of course. Well, as as we know, who the goddess Isis is of ancient Kemet, um, the birth mother of Horus and Osiris' wife, and the energy that she carries was of a, of a mother figure and of a, of a humble, loving and a magical person. And I feel like I hold all of these energies, but it's not quite the same because I kind of realise that everything is, everything is as it is and I am that I am. So I just have to embrace myself as an I so when I got the eyes the I in the Isis is for the I that resides in me and that resides in you and the sis is because I came to this physical life as a as a sister mm, I like and that. the star is to show that I'm not bigger than nobody else and no one is bigger than myself I'm merely just a speck of stardust out in the universe part of the creating part of the of the one of the all so that's that's where the name comes from in that sense. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I so like that. it's it's kind of like the eye. Is it kind of like uh, in Rastafari, eye and eye is, is kind of how Yeah, you... which, is, which is the representation of of everything, everything, everything living, everything that's can, everything living is connected mm-hmm. and that's recognized with the eye. So it's that the eye in me, the eye in you, the eye in that's the tree, right. the eye in, do you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that. Uh, yeah. That's that. That's see. It's, it's it's not funny, but you see how you see how African we be getting. You see, how I said that I just butchered the Queen's English again. Yep. Man, I'm a revolutionary. You see how African exactly. we be getting. Now exactly. that's my job to, to to knock off the Queen English. But the thing is, it's the it's like she said, the I and I, and you bringing it all, you wrapping it all back together with Kimmy yeah. and that one live vibration, and then you go back to my art, which is balance, which is always seeing the interconnectedness. Mm-hmm. Which the Greeks came and stole later and called dialectics, mm-hmm. right? But we was doing that beforehand. I'm just saying, I'm just telling the truth. I ain't, I ain't even yeah, got the, the truth. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't even got to lie. I just people say, oh, y'all just, y'all want to do this because y'all feel like y'all ain't got low self esteem. Nah, I'm just telling you, Kim and Nile Valley Civilization, sister, put it down. And I like the eye and the sis. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They say African culture was destroyed and <laughs> colonialism and slave. Never. Never. It's impossible. It is impossible I, unless you kill us, which in that at the end of the day you'll end up killing the rest of the world because you can't just kill a whole race and think that it's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. And I, I want to before I move on 
to my next question, I just want to say is 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 I like how you put I like I now really see the significance of your name mm-hmm. and how you know coming together because like we're gonna get to it later on, but I just had to say this now before I forget because I'll be talking. One of the uh things I really like about your music is like you it's like you be like, you don't be like in no fantasy world in the sense that like you know we live in a world that's rife with contradictions and also highly oppressive, not to, to all people and our people in particular. And like you say in your song, you know, uh, like you say, you just want to live your life. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to bottom up. I'm just trying to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand that. I ain't, I'm just trying to be, you know, man be stressing me out, but I'm trying to be. So mm-hmm. I really, I think I like that positivity. That's why, you know, I really, I really okay. like that, especially, you know, sometimes, you know, in this world, you feel like, you know, some people get on your nerves and you're going to turn into a headbus overnight or something. But anyway, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> Next question. <laughs> we first we heard. I mean, we first, like I said earlier, we first heard you flowing on Rago Zulu Rebel song Marcus Garvey RBG. Okay, yeah, and that, that was quite a few years back we made that. Yes, yeah, yeah we that's, know. The, I, I, that's what uh, Rago was telling us too. Uh-huh. I, I, I like the video. Y'all all about a five. Ooh, yeah, five bun. But anyway. <laughs> uh, you open up the song, you know, without his presence, and you know, so you know, we were like, "Man, who is this right here?" Yeah, we you were know, trying to find the yeah, album. Yeah, man, but... <laughs> it was like, "Man, this girl here can flow with you know, with your delivery and the content of the song." You know, also, you know, you know, one of the things that everybody on that track demonstrated that there was an understanding of what Marcus Garvey was trying to build. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like uh, it was actually you and I going uh, uh, back and forth on Instagram because you would put that picture up and said Africa feed without the we- without Africa the Western world would starve. You know, oh, yeah. And I was like, yes, and th- that's the understanding that we have to, you know, reappropriate what was taken from us. And so, um, uh, my question is, how did you come to build this type of understanding, this this astute political understanding? And and in what ways do you try to incorporate this objective in your work as an artist? Okay, well, what can I say? Was from when I was as young as I can remember, I had a different kind of vision of how I saw life and how I understood things that happened in life. People would say it's as it's at a more advanced level for my age than what I was. But, you know, they say old souls come back and, you know, they're reborn. So from when I was young, I always had like, I was forward, very forward. And as I got older and older, went through school, I wasn't really into what everybody else was into. Or I might have been, but I was always had a wider, a wider scale of what I was interested in and what I would do and how I'd spend my days. Do you know what I'm saying? And it was a bit different from your normal. And then... Secondary school, as I was leaving secondary school, I was just started acquiring knowledge of myself, like of history, which which I had never been never seen before and which I was interested to find out more. So with the interest, the knowledge is built up, built up, built up on my understanding of things, especially of the Western world and how they portray Africans mm-hmm. and what they make us feel of ourselves it became very blatant to me. So I thought, okay, why is this happening? And why? And it's because African people, black people as a whole are great people. And if they know that how great we are, then it's a problem for the Western world. It's Mm -hmm. a problem for the system. So 
what it, what they tried to do was keep us dumbed down to a fact that we wouldn't go searching for the knowledge. So I searched for the knowledge, I found the knowledge, and I impl- applied it to my life. And here I am today. That's, yeah. that's, that's how it and, always works out for each one of yeah. us, I think. And here I am today. And mm-hmm. I make sure I make music about it, I talk about it, and I live it as well. So, yeah. Exactly. That's, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's just it, really. I'll just live live the life that I'm speaking about and that I'm learning about. And yeah, I'm just my main aim, to be honest with you, is to actually get back to Africa. That's the main aim. It's not just about talking about Africa and living in the Western world because it's like we're living in the Western world. How can we expect them to change up for us? We're not in our home. We need to go back to our home and rebuild it. And so I understand these things. But while I'm here, I will try and educate certain ones so they can get some guidance to get on the right path or even just get a little piece of knowledge or because that's all it is. People just need some wisdom or something certain times and it, that's, it's like a click in the brain for them. So, yeah. I'm really glad you said that because I'm about to start tearing up over here because it's funny you said that because, um, you know, you walk around all the time and you see like this ain't your home and it was funny because um, it was I was going through a thing uh, it was or it was a couple of weeks ago, and it was funny because I got a track from uh, 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 and I'm not a Rastafari, you know what I'm saying? But I, I any if you we got Rastafari or anything that can get us back home, I don't care what it is, yeah, as long as you don't turn into no Mobutu, and you know what I'm of saying. Course. But I got a track from Ragazulu of a real Rasta man, and, and one of the lines on it was in the West we homeless, and that's one of the things. You know, that really touched my soul. It kind of makes me feel like, you know, like, you know, here in the, in the United States, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure in like in the brain of the beast is over there. It's, it's just the same. But if you just feel, you know, you don't have a nation. You know, you don't, you know, you know, you're a colonial subject. Exactly. You, my name is not James. I don't want nothing to do with King James, man. You know, and yeah. you just, yeah. and I, like you said, my goal, and that's not my goal. I want to, I want, I, that's where I want to end up. We, Zari talking, we talk about, I ain't going to, you ain't going to catch me on no plantation in Texas. This ain't, I know where home is at. And, you know, if I had to do all over again, you know, I would become a plumber. You know why? Because I went to like Venezuela and I went to the section where, where the Africans be. And, it, you know, wherever we be, yeah. it's always the worstest, right? And so... People think Latin America. Now, Latin America, those were the uh, uh, Spanish and Portuguese who colonized our brothers and sisters. Vasco da Gama, Portuguese, they were the first one to get into the what they call the trade. Now, they call it a trade, please. And so, I'm definitely feeling you. Like, like you said, I ain't really just talking about it. I'm trying to figure out a way. And I want to go to Bill with my brother. Because it's like this. How, if Africa is your mama and your mama doing bad, how you think you're going to be successful in somebody else's incubator or somebody else? They, they didn't make this for us. And then this Turtle Island where we reside on, this is the indigenous people's land. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's just murder and mayhem all over. What, and in the West, we homeless, man. You can see it. It's just like, man, I, I was seeing more pe- little, little sisters with blonde hair and blue contacts. I think, man, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm sorry, yes. Zara, you looking at me it's like, stop, fool. No, I, I'm, okay. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you because last week I, th- I was thinking about that same song because I saw a brother, he was homeless. And it, I mean, it's hot here, okay? It's, this, it's hot, it's humid, it's ridiculous for anybody to have to be sitting out homeless. 
you know, and it's just, it's like you, it's like, okay, you know, I can give you a dollar here and there, but you know that there's a, a wider goal that we need to have. So we won't have to live like this, you know? So, exactly. and that's the thing is like, like you were saying, you know, people, you know, people see, you know, they, they think that they can make it here in America or in the UK or whatever, but that's because they seeking out to do, have individual success. You know, they, they see it and they say, Oh, Oh, well, you know what I mean? I'm just going to do good for me, which is yeah. a problem. You know, that's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. All right, cook. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and what kind of consist, success can you have in the West? Because the West still holds Africa down in neocolonialism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Berlin Conference created those, those borders in Africa. Mm-hmm. You look at the, the islands, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. you look at the islands of Jamaica, you know what I'm saying? If you study that, you understand there's a color thing going on like they in Louisiana or something. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, they it's got... madness. Mad, I know, I, I, I know the color thing. Straight up madness. <laughs> they got the color thing going over there. My, my, my grandmother lives in, in the Caribbean island, St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. And she came over to England not too long just to visit for a bit, but she's gone back now. But she said, the children out there, they don't want to speak the language no more because it's when they when you speak your original language, like they shun you. They just want to speak English. They don't they don't even want to speak like the Creole, the Creole language. I know of what the you land. mean, sister. Yeah. They, they don't when when they hear you speak that, it's like they turn their nose at you. It's like you're no good. It's like you're rubbish, basically. Yes, yes. And 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 sadly, that's how you see, that's how much people like to put these divisions. We one people going through the same thing because it's the I talked to a brother from uh, Azania, South Africa, uh, uh, and he said it's the same thing over there. Do you, you know, people don't even the Africans there say that when they want to go to Africa, they they go to like they go into Botswana or going some other, they don't even consider Africa, South Azania, a part of Africa. They don't exactly. want to speak another. They want to speak English. So you go to Africa, it's all dominant. You got, you got in what in the in West in what used to be formerly known as French West Africa, they trying to outdo the Frenchmen. And yep. we, you know what I'm saying? And over here, we are trying to do the kinfolk that came from the little low island and trying to out American the American. You know what I'm saying? You ever calling me black. You see, I like to put people on front. You know what I'm saying? They say, you know, it's black people, because it ain't just the skin color. We a nation yep. of people. I say African. When I yeah. really want to be confrontational with someone, yeah, yeah, you mean Africans? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's, it's you know, if if anything, look at it like you know, we are different, we are ethnic group, but we all segueing into the it's an African nation. You know what I'm talking about? We all got our patois. You see, I'm yeah. talking like this. I'm talking about, and then you say, "What's up, the girl with the ivory?" You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I and I do the thing, <laughs> man on the road. I be trying to learn that, but I still got my little country twang off in there, but. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's that's it. I'm sorry because you just touched my heart when you said, "Look, I ain't no follow fashion team." You know what I'm saying? You trying to get back home, build some for the mm-hmm. for the for so we can get some of this. But I say a plumber because man, the sanitation is really bad. You know what I'm saying? If we could build, and we got all them resources, yeah. we just not organized. You see, they got our mind right now. They got that's, our that's mind. The, the minds are in chains, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Minds in chains, so. And only we can free them, and if only if we want to as well. That's another thing. That, that, as many oh, people yes. are walking around lost, and they're not even willing to accept who they are because the image. They're not even realizing the image they've been shown of themselves. They've grown to hate it so much, and now they're not even willing to re- accept their true self once they once they find out 
that, that there was kings and queens in Africa, that we done this, that we done that, and we came before this. And, and it's not a bossy thing, but yeah. you have to be proud. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a reason why it's been hidden as well. Yeah, we had... Well, for people like to say, well, it wasn't perfect in Africa. Well, goddamn it, I know it ain't perfect here. And the thing about it here, we had what we had was, or what Walter Rodney called organic contradictions. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's an ebb and flow dialect. You know, you know, you hungry, so you get you something to eat, and you can develop and still grow and be a prosperous nation when you have organic contradictions that are that are internal to your people. But as soon as somebody from the outside starts imposing their contradictions. All we do as African people, the world over, I don't care how cute you think you are. I don't care if you in a white house in America. Black man, black in, the man in the white house. All we do is serve others. All we do is serve others. That's what we support. That has been the road. And it has to stop. It, it, if we're going to be free, you're going to have to put some of that millet, some of that coltan from the Congo. We're going to have to put it in our computers. And then we got to say, what if we don't want computers? What if we don't need no Christmas every year giving gifts, all that materialistic stuff? How about we go do some push-ups or some pull-ups or something? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying people always want to eat it up and eat, man. Go do some exactly. jump rope. Shit. Yeah, don't nobody want to develop. They want to sit down, eat, and lay down. Yeah, it'd be late. I mean, I'm just saying, like she said, they the fr- they don't want to be no African. Man, uh-huh. you knew you, that's a sleeping giant. Mm, sure sleeping is. giant. We come from the, the British continent. You know, somebody hit me up with this, Ice, Sister Ice, they said, well, uh-huh. we got to be about diversity. Man, you know how many different Africans around the world? I don't know. You got me yes, from man. Texas, my country African self. <laughs> then you got Brazil. It's all over the... Man, Brazil's so damn big and African-y, and they don't know they're African, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to talk to them and talk to all of us. We sick now. Mm-hmm. Then we got Haiti, man. Then, you know, the Haitians, man, they kept it popping. Desilene mm-hmm. kept exactly. it popping. <laughs> like me. Yeah, they kept going with the ting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did the ting, sister. And then, what's my boy uh, Bogle from out of Jamaica? He mm-hmm. said, whenever in trouble, man, pull black. He said, you know, you always go to the black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then they be trying to honor Bogle. They be trying to honor Garvey in, in Jamaica like they was down with the man. That's what they do exactly. all the time. They like they, they try down to, with the ting? They try to honor Malcolm X. <laughs> they, you know, they wasn't, and they hated them when they were alive. Exactly. You know? Giving them a stamp. Yeah. I'm, we, we digress. I'm sorry, sister. If you, I'm sorry. Sorry, you want to, you want to go on. I just wanted to add too that you know I was just reading we posted this book Julian's book uh, what is it called <laughs> Julian's new book about global globalization. The cost of globalization the cost, the cost of globalization yes and our model that we've been using like for, on the continent of exporting all of our resources out is actually is actually running out it's actually not because. Like he said, they're manipulating all the commodity prices and bringing them down. So that model that we're trying to follow, because that's the role we've been given in this capitalist colonial setup, is running out. We have to do something else. We have to go another way. Just like Walter Rodney said, that's the only way we can have some type of parity is by doing yeah. something different. We have to go completely the other That's why, like he was saying, um, I think that was Walter Rodney, he was saying that China had, they were able to have this surplus they have because they had their cultural revolution, you know, mm-hmm. and we have to go that way. We have to do something different because going and playing these capitalist games is not working. And that's yeah, why, and that's why we got Sister I Star because it started as culture as a weapon. And once they start seeing the culture, mm-hmm. once they got a sister talking about Marcus Garvey, not right. talking about booty shake, booty shake, whatever they be doing, <laughs> I don't know. 
uh, a blonde hair wig, blue eyes. <laughs> right. I don't understand that. I'm still getting. I'm my heart is hurt. Go ahead. Yeah, I sent. I just sent you guys a track exclusive. You you guys are the only one who's have it. All right. Oh, shoot. shoot. We appreciate it's, that. It's featuring one of my brothers with two C eighty seven. He goes by. Oh yeah. yeah. Are you are you a fan? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We, we be li- man, we be jam- You know, I'm telling you, when I when we want to be positive, man, because there's a lot of stuff to make one bust somebody's head. You know, we be putting on the Are You One Fam. I was listening to it with Lo- the Logic and Are You One Fam. And I was li- we listen to that when we be driving on these long, big, long Houston streets, and it's like I had noticed myself. I said, man, it ain't really no cursing on here. No, they don't. Curse. But I feel. I feel energized like I said a curse word, you know? You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, because on my level's high. What you trying to do? I'm trying to make the devil die. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then the boy said, stories. I started singing my, my stories, you know? So, it, man, look, appreciate that. Since them been causing havoc all across the earth Them boys in blue will terminate you when you speak the truth And even if you don't, you could be walking out the shop Or just been pulled over for a routine stop They're the biggest gang of road, you better watch out for them cops Turn you over, shoot you in your back, so you were running Power tripping pigs who were trigger happy Love to kill the black, beautiful and head natty We the people, give them all the power Once we stand together, beasts will get devour We're already looking like victims in this war We gotta be ready and we gotta be sure Cause there's nowhere to run when they knock on your door Hands in the air, then your face in the floor Next thing you know, it's just bullets galore We can't breathe There's no justice, no peace We can't breathe Don't tell me about equality They killed the garden now, now he can't plant another black seed, it's that deep I don't care if you don't back my chatter But I shouldn't have to tell you black lives matter They won't like my grammar but that is a given Trapped in the system, victims of animalism More focus on your capital brethren, that's your decision But it's still real, whether you feel it's fact or opinion Got the evils of the dark side throwing bombs Subtle forms of apartheid going on Never engage in their sinister ways Could be the next Trayvon if you a similar shade Look our stories unsung so some of us become none We told them one blood and still they wanna see our blood run I'm a son's son and a proud one History repeats, it's time to resurrect my can't breathe There's no justice, no
Well, you know, this is a good segue because you were talking about, you know, searching for knowledge and trying to understand. And, you know, like we were listening to your SoundCloud page, you know, and that's like a common theme throughout your music. And, you know, it stresses the importance of constantly learning, basically conscientization, you know, learning with, you know, reflection and action and putting that together in order to change some things. So, you know, and we also talked about the importance of just being, you know, and that's one of the things that's a problem with people who have been westernized is that they can't just be. And like you would, you know, you were just saying, James, about imposing, you know, imposing yourself onto other people. And so we thought about a quote from Marimba Ani, and I'm going to read it. It's from her book. She's the author of Urugu, and, oh, yeah. and she's also an anthropologist. Um, and she has a quote where she says, and she's talking about European expansionism, and she says, the ego seeks to infinitely expand itself. This kind of self-expansion should not be confused with the desire to give of oneself, to merge self with other, or to become one with the world. All of these are identified with the spiritual experience of love. Expansionism is a psychological, emotional, and ideological opposite of these. Expansionism is the projection and imposition of the cultural ego onto the world. So, like, when you think about the music industry, like, that, that's one industry where it's, like, imposition is the name of the game. They, they bombard you with this one song that you hated yesterday, and then they just kept playing, and all of a sudden you just like it. You don't even know why. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's it's expansionistic and imposing, and you know, basically they have the same, you know, the message that everybody critiques, everybody who has a problem with it, you know, the individualistic, materialistic, and always anti-African messages to maintain the status quo, and so, you know, when you express your desire to engage in conscientization and become one with the world, how do you maintain your center and stay grounded? You know, when you have to deal with all these expansionist elements in the industry. You know, I, I know you just mentioned, you know, that you, you know, fast sometimes. What what else do you engage in, you know, to keep you keep grounded? To be honest, if 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 I'm not really feeling a vibe of something, I won't be there. That's this how I am. So if I'm not if they're playing music that I can't really like resonate with, I won't be in a place where they're playing that kind of music or Mm-hmm. They have been those kind of reasonings or whatever it is. I won't. I just. I'll just take. I'll take myself away because the, in reality, it's not like I have to be there. Everyone has a choice. Yes. And I'll just take the choice to just leave. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. And if I can't either take the choice to leave or if I can't deal with it, then it's just that. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's it. I'll just have to leave basically. Because there's nothing I can do because everyone has their free will and everyone's entitled to do what they need to do. So if someone's doing something or playing something or trying to put something onto me that I don't like, then I'll just leave it alone. Yeah, that's it really. Just I'll just leave it all alone. And this a lot a lot of the music today, what's going on, I don't really listen to it simply for that reason, is because there's certain vibes that they're trying to project onto you and they're trying to like it's this, it's it's really degrading. And I stay away from a lot of that. Brothers talking about killing other brothers and sisters talking about doing this, that and the other and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it, gets, it gets too much. So I'd rather not even tune into that. So I only tune into the, to the real, basically. All right. 
Okay, so so going back into uh, our next question, our next question. Everybody knows, like, you know, kind of like we were just saying, you know, like, African people have been enslaved and colonized all over the globe. And as a result, you know, we're kind of like the economic basis of, of the world. You know what I'm saying? You know, Africa, like we said before, the Western world was starved, was created on that foundation. And so when you look at the logical extension of this reality, you know what I'm saying? If we're still dominated where we're at, we still have to maintain ourselves under the Queen's law, under the crown under the U.S. Constitution, under the Magna Carta, under, I don't know, whatever, wherever we may be. Um, whatever we create, you know what I'm saying? Whatever we create, you know, in- unintentionally, if we are to be successful and be mainstream, we hand it back over to the same impressive political, political economic setup that gets us in the first place. So we can have this cultural expression called hip-hop that comes from like African oral, oral tradition from the Wolof meaning like hippie, you know, it's H-I-P-I, and it means to opens one eye, one C. So that's why people usually say, you know, we say we don't even know. We say hip to the game, right? So, but when we look at culture, you know, if it's not organized, it can be used against us. And one of the things people do, like I read some from France, Fanon, Kwame Tour, and many other revolutionaries said, you know, first thing they try to do to weaken our sense of uh, self-determination is to try to say that, like, the oppressor's culture and the oppressed culture are one and the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all have the same interests. We all, we're all on the same ship, right? Yeah. But, yeah, we've heard that one before. Yeah, do, trust me. Is that, <laughs> do you feel that being an independent hip-hop artist is a microcosm of how we need to organize to build an independent pan-Africanism free from the colonizers' influence simply for the fact that, you know, you're, it's, a, it's a representation and it's showing those who look at you, this is a person who's not just like you say, I ain't just trying to yell Africa. You look at what I'm doing, I'm organizing my own cultural work product independently, and I'm going to see the fruits of my labor, which we should. Do you feel that, 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 do you feel that being a hip, hip, ah, that, do you feel as a hip, independent hip hop artist, this is, this is a good model. I'm sorry. I'm too good. Um, I, I feel it. It, see you, I feel it is. And and I also feel it ain't as well because mm-hmm. it's a very because the works that has to be done is a serious one that has to be, that has to be taken. It's not just music, but yes. music is is a good is a good is a good start and a good base. Because if you're independent music, you can do other things independent, like build your independent businesses. Like in Amer- over in America, they had Black Wall Street, right? Yep, mm-hmm. and. Those are the kind of things that we need to be doing like on a serious, 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 serious level. The music is just more for the message. Yes. And for the and for the growing of self and that can maybe help others as well. Mm-hmm. So the music is important, don't get me wrong, and it's a cause word sound is power. So it's all about it's about if you can hear the message and if you receive the message properly. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And apply it to your life. And if you apply it to your life, you will naturally start being an independent business and start doing those kind of things for yourself. You will want to do that because you're having that, you're acquiring that certain knowledge and that wisdom to take you to them kind of thoughts processes. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think like the music isn't is is a stepping stone <clears throat> to that. So it is a stepping stone in my case. But then again, if you don't do music and if you're not a musician like that then it's not to say that you can't 
do have something in place for you to be like, okay, this is a stepping stone for me to become an independent artist or artist that can drawing or artist in anything that I do. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think as long as people have the right mindset, they can do anything they that that they will want, basically. And if they want to be independent and if they want to own black businesses and and get black money generating in black businesses, they have to have like-minded black people around them, African, black African people around them, willing to to sacrifice that that monthly wage that they receive from master, you know, <laughs> every every so often and go through the struggle to see the bigger picture and build something better for the future, basically. Yes. So, yeah. For me, my music right now, it's just, this is my journey and, and I'm sharing it with others, hoping that they can learn from what I'm learning and take take it and apply it into their life, basically. Is and it? relate to it as well. Hey, yo, don't you ever be forgetting 
I don't believe the lies that they're telling me I know they're more to life than working for a salary I wanna spread my wings and fly away I really wanna see the better days I don't believe the lies that they're telling me I know there's more to life than working for a salary I wanna spread my wings and fly away I really wanna see the better days got finished listening to that non-believer do you believe it non-believer i believe that i'm a non-believer thank you isis star all right this is where we gonna leave it for now but not to fret like we told you those was excerpts but if you want to finish listening to this entire interview right all you have to do is go to conscientization101.com or c101magazine.com and subscribe today and you will have access not only to this particular interview but to all of c101 interviews past present and future plus much more see subscription benefits for full details and most importantly you will be supporting 100 independent media not media with chains on it we off the chain liberation media all right this episode has featured sounds from no name from the ru1 fam collective you're listening to the track right now you were listening to the track right now. It's called All I Have, okay? You can go to his SoundCloud. I'm probably put a link on that so you can go to that man's SoundCloud. And look, if this is all I have, <laughs> well shit, I'm in good shape because this is all I need and I ain't even Radiohead, right? All right, then, okay, so let's go on moving forward. Then we have the exclusive track that uh, Sister Isis provided to us featuring Y2C87, also from the RU1 Fam Collective. The track was called Can't Breathe. I like that line he had about the Black Lives Matter, because, man, look, man, y'all need to... Black Lives Matter, man, look, you better... Revolution matter. Shoot, you better... That's what you better say, whining. My life matters. They gonna say, prove it then. Prove it. What you gonna do? You gonna cry? Nah, thank you, man. I'm getting too crunk. All right, I'm sorry. Can't breathe. Thank you, Isis. Thank you, Watusi. And also, non-believer from Isis Star. Y'all need to check out the video. We posted that today, too. The track That track was also produced by uh, uh, No Name from the RU1 Fan Collective. Okay, so check that out. We want to thank Isis Star for taking time out her schedule to chat with us. We really appreciate that, man, because, you know... Like, we five hours behind, y'all five hours ahead. That is hard to coordinate. And if you want to know more about Isis Star, go to www.resistancerecordings.co.uk. That's .co.uk. Click the artist category where you'll find out more about her and her collaboration with her partner, I and Ideal. You know, they got that good reflections thing going on. I like the I like the cover artwork. That's some crazy shit, right? I really like the, the way they're facing each other and stuff. And they got some nice flows. I know I and I deal work with Ragazula Rebel on, 
Uh, he got a video, and he's also on this uh, John Star album. So I like our idea. Like, y'all got some good, man. Y'all some talented people, man. Okay, y'all some talented people. All right. So when you go to this artist page from on Resistance Recordings, you know you'll get her Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, SoundCloud, etc. And guess what? We gonna drop a link to that off on this in the site, like we always do. Click the links. Find out about these people we represent that's giving that conscientization. All right. Now, I want to let you know, don't forget now, we got some stuff coming for you early next year, some new and exciting changes. Like I said, the future belongs to those who organize. And damn it, we organizes our asses off over here. Now, check this out. I want to wrap up. Y'all need to go on to our Twitter at Conscient1 at Conscient1. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-1. Check us out on Facebook at Conscientization 101. And my personal favorite, because I like looking at pictures and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Instagram at C101 Editors. All right. Like I said again, I can't emphasize enough. Thank you, Isis Star, for doing what you're doing and being an inspiration to us across the diaspora and all people around the world. You know what I'm talking about?